It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Thursday, January 26, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This is the Beckler and Shauna podcast, episode 1341. Pisscast. Oh, um, I had to punch that so hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> glad you did. Yep. I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. Um, you, it's so it was my birthday today. We talked about that on the show. Yeah. But you presented me with a gift. Yes. It was a Papa John's gift card mm-hmm. and some craft beers, which I just love. Two of my favorite things. But in there was a Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> you, you iced me at 8:50 this morning. You know. So, I got down on one knee and I slammed that Smirnoff ice in the studio here. It's funny because we took a video of this, but I was like, I don't know if I can post that because in the video, it's you chugging an ice and then there's like open champagne bottles all around. And I'm like, I think the owners of the company might be a little bit upset. We're technically not supposed to be drinking in here. It's for the bit. That's what it, right? It's for the bit. Getting iced isn't drinking. No. No one's like, oh, I hope I get iced this weekend. It's true. Getting iced is a punishment. Yeah. yeah. All, so. Not a nice punishment. I'm so sorry. Okay. I ha- I ha- again, we, you'll, we'll explain this later, but it was part of your birthday theme for this year. So. Yeah. Well, actually, that's what we start with today, so I won't even mention anything okay. else. Out of context clip, and then we're into it. For Dateline no one, NBC. No one wants to touch your nappy-ass feet. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So it's your birthday, Beckler. It is 34 today. Uh, and I missed it last year. So I wanted to throw you a bit of a makeup party. So I've got something here for you. Balloons. The white girl balloons. <laughs> it's the white girl 34 balloons. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Hold on. Look at that. They're backwards for me right now. This is 43. Okay. 34. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Woo! I've decided that I want to throw you a bit of a white girl birthday. So on top of that, I have this. I've got oh this God. crown I'm putting on you. Hold on. This tiara. Yeah. I got to take off my. This is. I actually got this hat. From you as a gift, too. This Red Sox hat. This is really funny because you have no hair. This is going to hurt. <laughs> okay. I got a... Okay. <laughs> I got a tiara on, on now. What Champagne! else? Champagne! Woo! Woo! <laughs> bottles of champagne. Here, hold on. Can I actually that. crack into this? Yes, <laughs> please do. Please. A, imagine I gave it to you. A white girl birthday? This is a white girl birthday to make up for the ones that we've lost. Oh, here. You don't watch um, Letterkenny, right? No. So on Letterkenny, they always throw a super soft birthday for their buddy, Daryl. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like the version of that, right? Here's a pin that says Yoss Queen as well. <laughs> okay, hold on. I've got... Can you put up my fader for a second? Just a little quick song here for you. I gotta get well, my right, headphones on so I can hear it. Is it your birthday girl? You're looking like a present. Just hold on. Like. <laughs> you and Sam have party blowers. <laughs> Woo! Can I pop this? Yes, please do. Oh yeah! yeah it's oh, a it's white girl party. birthday now. Woo! Don't don't. <laughs> it's my birthday. Yeah, with the woos. <laughs> Woo! Woo! The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Something this is the latest in a series of spooky things to happen to me recently. Okay. It wasn't the ghost pizza. Oh, thank God. <laughs> You're so okay. apprehensive any, yeah. anytime Good. I mention something like this. Yeah. Uh, and this also wasn't to do with my house, even though some weird things have been happening at my new house. This had to do with my body. Oh. My body. Okay. Um, so. I don't know if I want to know. What? I went to cut my toenails last night. I got out of the shower. I always do it out of the, coming out of the shower just because they say the nails are softer, easier to cut. Mm-hmm. You get out of the bathroom shower. So okay. I got out of the shower, went to cut my toenails. 
they were already cut. <gasps> what? Okay, so you cut them and you forgot? But I don't think I did because well, of all the, the obviously you did of all the personal grooming uh-huh. jobs that you have to do. Cutting your toenails is the one I enjoy the least. I don't mind trimming my beard. Don't mind shaving my head. I don't mind brushing my teeth. Okay, you gotta lay off I the drugs. I don't. <laughs> I don't like cutting my toenails. So I was, I would remember. Mm-hmm. And I looked down. and I was like, these have been cut recently, but it wasn't by me. I'm thinking, did I cut them? Like, I haven't been drinking or anything. And even then, like, who comes home drunk and cuts their toenails? I don't know. You're That'd weird. That'd be a super weird thing to do. Yeah. So what happened here, Shauna? Who who cut my toenails? On the evening of January 25th, 2023, a man stepped out of the shower in his suburban Calgary home and went to cut his toenails. It was there he made a horrifying discovery. His toenails had already been cut. Okay, this is stupid. Who would cut this man's toenails? No one. Did he cut them himself and simply forget? Yeah, that's probably it. Is it possible that someone broke into his house and cut his toenails while he slept? No, no one is coming into your house to clip your toenails. We may never know. For Dateline no one, NBC. No one wants to touch your nappy uh, ass feet. I'm Andrew Beckler. <laughs> Good night. Podcast. So there's a lot of fake outrage going on right now, Beckler. Uh, first of all, there's that Eminem thing. I'm sure you've seen this. Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I didn't bring it up because I thought it was so yep. obviously outrage mm-hmm. marketing. Yes, I but, largely ignored it because I was like, no, this is totally, it is, it's fake outrage. Explain it to anyone who's unfamiliar. So M&M's announced that they're retiring their M&M characters. I guess they. this is what they say. They changed a couple of these characters recently to be more inclusive, and I guess they toned down some of the footwear that the female M&M's were wearing, made them a little less feminine, and then supposedly Tucker Carlson was super mad about this, and then apparently a bunch of people were so outraged that Eminem released a statement saying this. It says, America, let's talk. Last year, we made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure anybody would even notice, and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet. Then they announced they're retiring these spokes candies because of this outrage, and they're introducing a spokesperson in Maya Rudolph instead. It's it's so funny. I, you and I have clearly like tuned our <laughs> yes. tuned our brains to look for outrage marketing. Because as soon as I saw this, I was like, yep. "This is just for publicity." Yeah, you're you know they can they can play up the quote unquote controversy over their characters, which they did yep. a lot last mm-hmm. year. And now that they're canceling them, there's going to be yes a, again supposedly a huge reaction from people who are like, "Oh, when wokeness killed these characters," and, and there like, was yeah, and, so oh, many people man. didn't see it for what it is, which is outrage marketing. <sighs> they're this is fake outrage. Okay, everybody, just so you know. Uh, and then if they, then they can bring them back down the yep. road and, and light this fire again and everyone yeah. will go for it. And all the responses, like everybody ate it all up. Like, <laughs> I can't believe that people were mad. <laughs> yeah. So that's a, this is funny, though. Did you see A&W and what they did recently? No. Okay, so they posted that they are going to now have to put pants on their mascot because there was so much outrage about the their bear? bear, the root bear, not wearing pants. Again, like, there's no outrage about that. No one's mad that the root bear isn't wearing pants. No, but they did this intentionally to troll 
Eminem. So they are now part of the outrage marketing by making oh. fun of outrage marketing. But nobody saw it that way. And everyone now is reposting A&W statement being like, I can't believe people are mad that the root bear is wearing pants. They're not wearing pants. It's very clever from the perspective of these businesses. Yes. Because the, you get millions and millions of dollars in free advertising and coverage. Yep. Without spending a dime. Yes. You just play into the quote-unquote culture wars and everyone will do the heavy lifting for you. Several we people be sent me the A&W thing being like, can you believe this? And I'm like, no, because it's fake. <laughs> no, I don't believe it, actually. It is fake. We got to tune those BS detectors a little little more finely, don't we? We do. But, I mean, to be fair, guess what? Now I'm talking about it. So That's true. But we're doing it in the service of ending it, we're I, trying I hope, to. We're trying to point to you that this, don't get outraged don't about this. this. Don't do no. it. The and Shauna Podcast. So the Bank of Canada raised the interest rate again yesterday. Day, yeah, that life is about to get even more expensive for anyone carrying debt. Mm-hmm. I saw a headline yesterday. It said like, I what the number was? Was it twenty two percent of Canadians say they're just like out of money? That's what the headline said. Just out insane. of money. Just like there's there is no money. There like, is none left. That's I've a lot of none. us. Wow. Yeah, it's tough out there. McKenna and I were talking about just how expensive life has become, and she said someone needs to do something. She's like, I'm gonna run for office, and I was like, she was joking. Yeah. I was like, well, what would you do? Like, what if you were? If you were running this country, what would you do to make things more affordable? It's, it's an interesting thought experiment, Sean. Let's say you could make a move as prime minister that would make life more affordable in Canada right now. What would you do and what would the repercussions of that decision be? Well, this is the problem. I got thinking about this and I'm like, the money always has to come from elsewhere. So I don't actually know what I I would do. Like, I feel like... You're taking it from somewhere no, almost no matter what, right? Yeah. And I mean, like, the health, you can't take it from the healthcare system. Like, no, you don't want to definitely take it from not. education. No. So I'm, I'm really at a loss. I was like, I don't even know what I would do if I was in that situation. Yeah, and there's going to be a, like, side effects to any decision you do make. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think what I would do. Um, I mean, this is maybe an unpopular answer, but I don't believe that Canada is going to solve climate change. So I think I would hit the brakes for the time being on some of the things we're doing to mitigate climate change. Like, I think I would scrap the carbon tax for yeah. for a short while at least, or at least reduce it. Um, I mean, we're seeing the tax break right now in gas, right? Yeah. So yeah, they're, make I, that across Canada. That kind of thing helps, right? Because yeah. it not only lowers the cost for personal use, but for... You know, all the goods that are transported in this country and for, yeah, you know, heating your house and everything. I I think I would... Like, could you give, like, companies uh, that provide electricity, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. could you give them some sort of break so that they could then pass it down to us to make it more affordable for well, us? Where does that come from, right? Yeah. Um, and I know that decision would be... It would. It might even get you booted out of office because I think many Canadians, if not the majority of Canadians, do want the country to be doing something Yes. Working to, towards combating climate change, and it would make you very unpopular internationally. But would it make life more affordable here? I know. It might. I would, you know, like... And again, where else could you, like, cut the money? That's the thing. There's there's nowhere, you know, like... Yeah, and I think I would try to reduce some of the, the red tape um, in our energy sector to try to get Canada pumping out more energy, and again, might make you... Less popular international. A bit of a villain, but yeah. I bet life would get more affordable here. It sure that, would. That was your goal. I know. So, I mean, there's there's a cost to anything you do, right? But yeah, it's just wild. Like, I, I think about this almost every day. Like, there are people who must just be struggling so hard right now. Yep. Um, 
So I don't know. I, I don't offer know. everybody cheap hot dogs. The Costco hot dog is still a pretty good deal. Isn't well, that's it, it right? <laughs> just offer Costco hot dog prices everywhere. Just let everybody have super affordable hot dogs, and that's how it starts. And poop at work. Use their toilet paper. Little things like this, right? I do sometimes steal the toilet paper from work. Do you? I'm admitting this right now. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I encountered another type of snob yesterday, Beckler. What type of snob, Shauna? Mountain town snobs. Now, let me explain, okay, because we've talked about mountain snobs before, but somebody online was complaining about how the price of Banff Hot Spring tickets has gone up to $16, and the responses were just hilarious. Like, the first person was like, why would you ever go to Banff? Banff is for hipsters <laughs> who want to pretend they're outdoorsmen or tourists. Why would you ever go to Banff? I don't know, because it's one of the most beautiful places on this Earth. Is, I know. <laughs> this is it. Why else? I know. And then somebody was going off about Jasper is better, and then there was arguments for Canmore and Canada. It was just mountain town snobs. Everybody wow. had their own opinion about where you shouldn't go, and because it's too touristy, mountain town snobs. Oh, why would you ever go to Banff? Banff is nothing but tourists and hipsters pretending to be outdoorsmen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I go to Jasper. The hot spring things are much nicer and it's not full of rich tourists wearing their freshly purchased outdoor gear even though they don't outdoors. Yes, well, Jasper is still far too commercial for me. Canmore is a far more authentic mountain experience. <laughs> no, Canmore is just the new Biff. Have you seen the new developments there? I go to Kananaskis. Yes, but do you drive there when you go to Kananaskis? I travel cross-country on foot. If I so much as see pavement or a road sign, it ruins my trip. <laughs> that's, that's why I go to 51.17 degrees north by 115.7 degrees west. <laughs> it's so authentic you've certainly never heard of it. <laughs> oh, that mountain gas. <laughs> The Beckler and Shauna podcast. It's funny because when we were like looking at the different mountain towns, I was looking on Google Maps. And yesterday I was scrolling around on Google Maps and trying to plan some of my summer hikes. Oh, yeah. Getting so excited oh, for all the yeah. possibilities. It's funny though because I find when you're in the mountains, I get like I'm usually pretty good with direction. I get so disoriented in the mountains that even looking at the maps and the, the different hikes, I was like, oh man, like I've I've been there and we were just on the other side of this mountain from another hike that I did. And if we had just walked a little further, we would have ended up at this hike that I did. And like I have no reference point for any of that in the mountains. I'm just like, oh, I'm out there and it's all it's all big and confusing. It's true. Mountains, they all, I mean, they all look very different, but all very, very the same. I mean, it's a big mountain. Yeah. So how do you kind of It's even like, bearings? have you ever looked on Google Maps, like the satellite view of a ski resort and seen where the lifts go? Yeah. And to me, it, it always looks so different than it does when you're actually there. Like, I feel like I could easily get lost on a mountain and get turned around. That's my favorite getting lost there yeah yeah there are certain like revelstoke for example i remember when i first went there and you can just like keep going and going and kind of hiking and then you truly get lost on the mountain and i love it i'm like i have no idea where you but you know you just have to go down so eventually you'll get to the bottom of something there's a risk there isn't there uh, as long as you stay on runs it will always yeah. bring you back down so yeah, if you're on runs i guess yeah 
I, yeah. When I lived in Smithers, Northern BC, my friends and I did that. We went, we well, we went out of bounds, and I was like, oh, we just had to keep going thing. down, and then it flattened out. Yeah, no. And all of a sudden, we were walking, and we were walking for hours through like deep snow, and it yeah. was bad. Well, there's so, a part of uh, Lake Louise that is actually now inbound, so you can't do this anymore. But when it was just out of bounds, it was kind of slack country, so you slip out uh, right there, and you go da- you go down, and there was this one sign, and the sign said like happy face if you go left and sad face if you keep going straight and if you miss that sign and you keep going straight the reason there's a sad face is because you are then stuck on flats and you're walking hours back to the main Uh, part of the resort so that uh, sign was put by somebody who was like hey (laughs) just for everybody's sake do not go that way anymore and I like that it's it's accessible to every language yes because you're going to have people from all over the world coming so happy this way sad this way yeah everybody gets the hint (laughs) (laughs) unless you're uh, unless you're really emo and you want to go the sad way on purpose yeah which is a beautiful segue into our next segment oh that's good or it would be but first the the beckler and shauna podcast is brought to you by shane holmes moving sooner to one of shane holmes quicker possession duplexes starting from the 490s these 1624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing yeah for more info visit shanehomes.com shane holmes the better way to build and now that segue. Mm-hmm. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We were talking about the Adams family yesterday, Beckler, yeah. and uh, it got me thinking about who the. This is really dumb, but the greatest emo characters of all time are. <laughs> the goat of the goat fictional emos of fictional emos. Because think about it, like growing up, there were quite a few of them. There were quite yeah. a few characters. Actually, deep almost, in their feelings. Yes, every movie or TV show seemed to have like the goth, the emo character mm-hmm. of some sort. And I was like, who would you consider the best? So I'm guessing, like, was it Wednesday Adams that yeah. inspired this? Yes, and yeah, she's, she's got to be up there. Yeah, and she's not even so emo. Like, she's not like feeling bad for herself, right? No, just. Doesn't really smile right. though. Like, yeah. Who would be like? Who would be the real, like the definition of emo? I know, like there. Well, there's Eeyore. Oh my god, it's like, got to be Eeyore. You think that's okay? Oh, that guy is such a downer. He's, that, honestly, <laughs> nothing like, good could happen to him ever. Right? It's really wow. sad when you looked at. I was just like, I have, I truly feel bad for Eeyore. So I mean, he'd be in there. What's his backstory? Like, why I, is he so sad? Why is, is he question. so? Why is everything so bad for him? I know. Is like, everybody I feel else. Like we should check up on him. Everybody else around him is. Is like Tigger's bouncing off the walls. I mean, even Winnie the Pooh is a bit. A yeah, bit he's a emo, bit though. glum, isn't yeah. he? And then Eeyore is like, Aww. oh bother. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right. So Eeyore and him. I mean, the two of them have some some emo. This is emo kind of tendencies. on the fringes of my memory. But was Tuxedo Mask from Sailor Moon emo? He was very dramatic, wasn't he? And like, but was he? Did he have a lot of feelings too? I forgot about him. Tuxedo mask. But then think about every, basically every single character in a Tim Burton movie. Lot of oh yeah. Like Tim Burton himself, I'm just like wow. Do you you write a happy character or are they all emo? Like even Edward Scissorhands, you know, just super 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 emo. Guy had kind of a sad life. I get it. I guess so. Charlie Brown. Oh, Charlie Brown was. What an emo that guy was. Seriously. This is what I'm saying. Like, when you get thinking about it, there were a lot of emo characters. I don't know how you'd narrow it down. One of my favorites um, was Todd from Wedding Crashers. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> oh. Dave, you are my bitch lover. It's, <laughs> and he was, like, they were playing up the emo in him. He was, yes. I made you a painting. Oh, for sure. Sexual and violent. Like, melodramatic emo. That's what he was. <laughs> Todd was super emo. Oh, man. Maybe it, he would win. If we're going goat, I think it's got to be Eeyore. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Like, if, when, Eeyore, when Eeyore became a teenager, he 
yeah, he had a he had a MySpace page and he released some bad music and it's absolutely he yeah. had the one bang that covers oh, one of ever, his eyes. I mean, I think actually ever, doesn't he doesn't his little little fringe <laughs> on the top of his head actually cover the his Beckler eyes. and Shauna podcast etymology with Shauna. Well, this is for you, Beckler, because it's your birthday. <laughs> it's Lord of the Rings etymology. Oh man, just a little bit. <laughs> I found this, this and I was like, great. I have zero interest in this, but I know somebody who would. And as it's your birthday, it's the one time that I'll do some Lord of the Rings oh. etymology. For. You may even know this already because I know you're a bit of a nerd layer. So did it, did it greatly pain you to look into it this? It definitely yeah. did. Yeah, my eyes glazed over a few times. I kind of nodded off trying to get through it, but I, I got it for you. So here we are. Many of the links that you clicked in this search would have been purple on my computer. So <laughs> let's. I'm, I'm excited. I wanted, Let's get to it. Okay, so Bilbo. First of all, the name Bilbo. Yeah. Uh, it's a Spanish town. That's what it was named after. It's a Spanish town that was famous for making short swords. Really? I didn't know that. Yes. So Bilbo, of course, owns a short sword sting. Is that town obviously still around? Bilbo yeah. in Spain? It's in Spain. Uh, the word Bill also means sword. That's where the town got its name. So the word Bill does mean sword. And some think that the prefix bow could mean bright so his name could also mean bright sword which would be sting his sword yep bilbo is spelled differently in spain though it is there's an a in it yeah that's the old spelling of it but that's i didn't know that no they feel uh J.R. tolkien was inspired by uh an orc so orc is altered from the old english word orc purse or orcneus which meant ogre or monster Mm. So that's why orcs are called orcs. Because I think according to the lore, they're like corrupted elves. Mm -hmm. They were elves that were like twisted and tortured to become yeah. orcs. And that's what, so monsters like the orc person Orcneus or monsters or ogres, that comes from the Latin orcus, which means hell. So okay. it goes back even further. So that's where orcs were inspired by. That's why I call them orcs. Is there any relation to orca the whale? That's a good question. I didn't look into that. Something for killer, the future, perhaps? Killer whale. I mean, that would make sense, um, too, when you think about it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Frodo. So the old English word fraud Frodo just means baggins. wise. Okay. So his name means wise. And then Samwise consists of two old English elements. Sam, which means half. And then, of course, wise, which comes from the same as Frode. So their names, Frodo and Samwise, mean wise and half-wise. Half-wise. <laughs> So there you go. Didn't know that either. Okay. That's tremendous. I found some things for you that you didn't oh, know. Oh, this has been fun. Okay. Let's, let's do more of that. No, no. Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Do you remember Broomball? Did you ever play Broomball in school? Beckler, I don't think I ever did play Broomball in school. You guys didn't play Broomball in Brampton? I know you didn't have much for like outdoor rinks and stuff, right? Because it no. was too warm? Yeah. We didn't play broomball, hey? Our school had all the broomball gear and everything, which... Uh, ah, that's the problem right there, gear. Our school could not afford any type of gear, so no... We have one out. soccer ball. Yes. Play with that. Mm -hmm. We didn't have nets on our basketball rings because we couldn't afford the the netting. It was you just... You didn't even have chains? No chains, no nets, nothing. Hmm. Yeah, anyway. That's, a re that's really unsatisfying, playing on nets with no... No actual netting. I think someone stole the nets and then stole the <laughs> chains. So then there was nothing left. Anyway, sorry. We didn't so play broomball. We had all this broomball gear, and I don't really remember like playing it that often. I think this like it was a waste of money. They invested in all like, this broomball gear. I don't gear. understand it. It's is like it hockey not, for it, people who can't skate, I think. So it's brooms on ice. But it's not brooms anymore. It's like 
rubber right. paddle shaped like bo- brooms. Which is even worse. Okay. And then it's on ice, but it wouldn't have to be because I think they wear like special shoes to give them grip, which kind of defeats the purpose of it being on ice. Why not just put freaking skates on? Well, I was thinking maybe it was like a Play pioneer game. You know? Oh, like, maybe. Okay. This is, everyone had a broom. It's cold. You got the frozen pond. Go whack the ball around a bit. But that was like, I mean, nowadays... You can get a pair of used skates for like 30 bucks. There's used skates all over the place. So is broom ball still a thing? Like, are people still playing broom ball? That's weird. I thought of this because I saw a TikTok the other day of people playing broom ball. It was in a small town in Saskatchewan. And then I was reminded of it. And I was reading the broom ball Wikipedia page, and it says that it's growing in popularity internationally. I don't think it is. It's like, that seems like a farcical claim. Yeah. I don't think broom ball is growing in popularity. I mean, I guess if it's cheaper than hockey, then you can understand that. But you're right. Like, skates are so cheap now. Yeah, hockey is expensive. Hockey that's is right. Though, yeah. But I don't know. The funniest thing is on this. So this was like, this game was in Saskatchewan. It was at a, in, a, in a rink, and it would seem to be like a men's league or something. And the top comment was like, where in Saskatchewan? can you find 20 guys who can't skate and are comfortable being seen in public playing broom ball? This is very true. <laughs> Good point, man. And no truer statement has been made. Like, seriously. In a small town in Saskatchewan, you get 20 guys together who play competitive broom ball? What? All the misfits that just never played <laughs> hockey growing up. Must be that. I'm going to try broom ball. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. This is real quick, but I thought it was real nice. I was sitting in the Tim Hortons parking lot waiting for McKenna. She was running in to grab a coffee. drive through lineup was too long, so I was like, just run in and grab yeah. it. Um, and there was a, an older dude who had come out of the restaurant, and he was waiting by his truck for his wife. And he had got a, they were they were elderly and she was moving very slowly. And he had got a step stool out of the back of his truck and put it down at her door and was waiting there like like a chauffeur That's for her to adorable. come up. adorable. And then when she arrived at the truck, he helped her up in and put the step stool back and closed it. And I was like, what a gentleman. I was about to say. What an absolute gentleman. Chivalry is not dead. <laughs> well, not in that generation for sure. No, that is awesome. Yeah, I got a nice photo of it, but I was like, I don't know, is that... I don't want to be the kind of person like takes photos of people out in public. You can't, you can't identify them or anything. But I was like, would that be wrong to post that? Do you think? Like, it's just here he is helping her up. He's got the step oh, stool down so there on cute. the. And I've actually seen that before. That's not the first thing time I've seen really? a step stool, but not for elderly necessarily, but for short people too. <laughs> well, he was driving a big truck. Yeah, because this is Alberta. That's so. why. Yeah, because those and and sometimes the running boards is like it's that's hard tough to kind of get up. Yeah, right? so he had to help his queen up into the truck. Oh, there. that so is I was a, like. What a what a gentleman! I have a huge soft spot for old people, as you know, and that yeah. just, that just warms the cockles <laughs> of my heart. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So the Golden Eye remake comes out on Friday, Beckler. Really? The 007. I didn't even know this was happening. You didn't know that? No. Okay. On which platform? Xbox and Nintendo Switch. Wow. From what I know. And is it exactly like the old Golden Eye Double O Seven? Yes. Huh. And I. Well, that's cool. This is crazy. Like, I want to buy... I don't have Nintendo Switch or Xbox, and I want to buy one just for this alone. Like, it's crazy. I have a terrible memory, as you know, uh, but I have very vivid memories of playing GoldenEye 007 on N64 as a yeah, kid. Like, these me are too. the memories that I like. I remember being in my parents' basement, and there was the tiny-ass TV that we used to play four-player on, and we'd sit there, and we'd have pop, and I'd make some homemade cookie dough. Pop! Some pop! Yeah, we play stack on gold, uh, golden guns on stack, and uh, just like sit, eat junk food, stay yep. up way too late. It was totally. the best. It We'd the sit best. there on the the carpet of my parents' place, <laughs> and there'd be there'd be potato bugs, and <laughs> it doesn't matter. We would still sit there and we'd be playing Goldeneye all night. 
Have you played that game recently? Yes. Well, yeah. not uh, last year, I guess, because oh. I, I still have my Nintendo 64, so yeah, I, I bust out the odd time to play, yeah. And the last time I tried to play it, like, the controls are so different than the first-person shooters that I have played since then. Right. I felt like I was drunk. Like, I couldn't even move properly through the maps and stuff. Yeah. So it would take some time to get used to it again. For me, it's just That's how, a great game, though. how bad the... Like how bad the graphics are. Oh, I was like, horrible! How do we even see where you're supposed to go? <laughs> like, it, especially on those tiny TVs. Like, we yeah. had a small ass TV that we used to play, and we'd play four player. I was like, my eyes must have been must have been much better back then. So to see that game through a modern, <sighs> like on a nice modern TV, I can't wait. Modern graphics. I oh, think that's cool. Everybody that's around our age that remembers playing Goldeneye should all get together and just have a party and. Eat junk, Eat junk food, food and, and play Goldeneye again. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. Later.